This is Angus. Welcome to Angus's Appendices, a Kirby's Kids one-shot. Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening. This is yet another tribute episode. We lost another comics luminary, Joe Sinnott, who passed away at the age of 93 on June 25th, 2020. Joe lived a very full life, and he truly is an unsung hero of Marvel Comics. If there were four comics that I would recommend you check out if you're not familiar with Joe's work, or if you are well aware of Joe's artistic mastery and just want to revisit some of his amazing work, I would recommend the following four comics. Menace, which is a pre-Comics Code horror title, and specifically Menace issue number two. In that, he did an amazing penciling and inking of a story written by Stan Lee called Rocket to the Moon. I would also recommend Strange Tales, Volume 1, Number 94, one of his earliest inkings of a Jack Kirby penciled work. The feature of that Strange Tales issue is I Was a Decoy for Pildor, the Plunderer from Outer Space. It is a monster space alien extravaganza. Absolutely phenomenal, and you truly see the beginnings of an amazing relationship that would blossom between Joe Sennett and Jack Kirby. I would then turn my attention to the origin story and introduction of The Mighty Thor, this being Journey into Mystery number 83. This one would see yet again another masterful inking job done by Joe Sinnott in conjunction with Jack Kirby's amazing pencilings of bringing that Thor character to life to begin the saga of Thor. And then his run with Fantastic Four was absolutely prolific. Joe would support several pencilers in the series. As a matter of fact, he is the longest-running artist in the Fantastic Four series. But in particular, the one that I would focus in on is Fantastic Four number 51. Another Jack Kirby penciling, but Joe's inking on this is amazing. And in particular, it's the inking of his favorite character that he loved to ink and draw. That being Thing, the Ben Grimm character. And that is who the focus of this issue is on. This man, this monster. If you were just to take those four, I really feel you would get an incredible appreciation for Joe Sinnott's work. But he would have such a long career in comics and impact that it's really tough to fit him into any one particular genre within comics. He worked in westerns. He worked in romance comics. He worked in detective comics. He worked in pre-comics code horror comics. And of course, what he is best known for being the inker of choice to some of the most prolific 
and talented art artists, pencilers who would come around during the Silver Age of comics. In fact, Joe would pencil for Rick Buckler, John Romita, John Buscema, as well as John Byrne. His slick inking style really helped maintain a stylistic continuity within the Fantastic Four book in particular. He would go on to support Roy Thomas's team doing Conan in the 70s. Very, very instrumental there in that look and feel through his inks. Joe would touch just about every major Marvel title and is highly regarded for his work on Thor, Silver Surfer, The Avengers, The Hulk, Captain America, Nick Fury, and The Defenders. His many years of working for Marvel, and again, this began in the 1950, when it was known as Atlas. He approached Stan Lee and said, Stan, I would love to work for you. And from that, a very fruitful relationship was born. And trust being established, Stan knew any time he needed a penciling complete and done when the finest and highest caliber of inking to then get the colorings done and get this thing to press, Joe was the go-to guy. So much so that Joe was the first artist at Marvel ever granted the permission to work from home, even before Jack Kirby. Jack was coming into the office, but that's because both Stan and Jack needed that give and take, more so for Stan as he was juggling so many different titles and characters at the time, doing all that scripting, to be able to bounce ideas off of one another, brainstorm, come up with story arcs, script them out, and then come up with the dialogue. Joe, on the other hand, was all about execution of the inks. Once he was given creative direction of where they needed a particular character or title to go. What is absolutely amazing to me, and I just found out recently, was that Joe, for the first 10 years of collaborating with Jack Kirby, never met Jack in person. It would take them both leaving Marvel in the early 70s for them to meet up face-to-face -face in the offices over at DC. And then eventually, Joe would come back to doing work for Marvel and really would be known for his tenure at Marvel, which would be well over 50 years providing them work. So, Joe Sinnott is a unsung hero in this regard. When one thinks of the Silver Age of Comics. Very quickly, the Marvel Age of superheroes comes to mind. And then immediately, it's all about Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and then very quickly, right behind that is Steve Ditko. That trio there, working in the offices of Marvel and bringing out the Fantastic Four, the Hulk, Spider-Man, Thor, X-Men, was just amazing. And then Silver Surfer, you name it. But right there with them, in lockstep, completing that work on many an occasion was Joe Sinnott. 
with precision inkings and allowing for a consistency to occur across titles when maybe perhaps Jack wasn't doing the penciling for a particular title and someone else was doing it. It was those inks by Joe Sinnott which would create that continuity within a title. So Joe, this is to you, sir. Thank you for all of your years of providing joy, consistency, prolific output to all of the readers who enjoyed all of those characters from the Silver Age of Marvel, that Heroes Age. Joe got into comics after having had a stint in the Navy during World War II. He worked in his father's business right after coming out of the service, and his father worked in a cement plant, and that's where Joe worked for three years. He then enrolled going to the Cartoonist and Illustrator School, and as a veteran, his tuition was paid for by the GI Bill. He got out and was working for St. John Publications on Mopsy. And later, he would go on to, through Tom Gill, who was one of his instructors at the Cartoonist and Illustration School, get jobs working on Western comics at Dell. Then, when Gill moved over to Atlas Comics, Joe Sinnott followed and was basically Gill's primary assistant. He would work on Red Warrior comic and Kent Blake of the Secret Service for Atlas. Stan would quickly recognize Joe Sinnott's ability and turn to him on countless occasions to fulfill short, quick projects that were under the gun to make it to publishing. Sinnott fell into a routine of visiting the Atlas offices in the Empire State Building where he'd wait for his appointment with Stan Lee, usually in the company of such Atlas regulars as Bob Powell, Gene Kalan, and Sid Shores. He met with Stan for 15 minutes, and Stan knew right then and there in hiring him that he was the guy. He would go on to work on war, western, and science fiction stories. And he really provided an amazing amount of content. Sinnott began working with Jack, and his initial story that he got was Doom Under the Deep from Battle Number 69 of 1960. He inked a supernatural job in Journey into Mystery, They Call Me a Witch, and then the oft-reprinted monster classic, I Was Trapped by Titano, The Monster That Time Forgot, in Tales to Astonish number 10. Sinnott was paired with Kirby on a final monster story in the pre-superhero era. I Was a Decoy for Pildor, The Plunderer from Outer Space, in Strange Tales number 94. And this is the one that I really recommend you take a look at, because when I was laying out all of those comics, the first one being horror, the second one being a really cool hybrid here, the plunderer from outer space, this I was a decoy for Peldor, blends that science fiction and monster story together really, really well. And the other two being the origin story for Thor and the impact that he would have on that character, the way that character looked, and all of the support that he provided on Fantastic Four. Folks, if you have a recollection of enjoying Joe Sinnott's work, we would love to hear from you. Please leave us a message via the Anchor app 
or send us an email at kirbyskidspodcast at gmail.com. And to you, Joe Sinnott, we salute you. Fair winds and following seas. Excelsior!